top 25 Kansas basketball players in the last 25 years. Great Kansas uh, legends on here. Uh, I think we're missing a few. There's there's uh, some seating issues I have in here. He used to tell me all the time, son, don't worry about the mules, just load the wagon. What's up, guys? Jayhawks Unplugged with Chris Tehan here with a premiere episode reporting live from the Tehan Estate, aka my uh, my parents' basement. I'm here with uh, one of my best friends, my roommate for five years, NCAA record holder for most practices participated in in a career, and also longest time in school without a doctor to show for it, Mitch Lightfoot. What's going on, everybody? Excited to be here. Uh, this is a monumentous day. Um, getting interviewed by my best friend is... Uh, it's exciting. Let's do this. All right. We'll start off things hot. Uh, so John Rosenstein today, or Rothstein today, released his top 25 Kansas basketball players in the last 25 years. And Mercury, you guys tweeted it out for us. I think that's where it got big. But uh, Mitch, your reaction to the list, I pulled it up here for you right, right there. If you haven't seen the list, um, they got, don't get me wrong, there's great basketball players on here, great Kansas uh, legends on here. Uh, I think we're missing a few. Um, first off, I, I, I'd i like to say a, a guy I played with, uh, Devontae Graham, he's not on this list. Kind of concerning. Uh, then uh, you're missing a guy that probably has one of the, if not the best moment in Kansas basketball history, uh, the shot, uh, Mario Chalmers, he should be on this list. Uh, so yeah, there's 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 uh, some seeding issues I have in here. Uh, I think Ochai should be higher. Um, he, uh, final four, most, most outstanding player, uh, led, led us to a, a national championship this year, was so consistent. Um, I really think Ochai is a top, I think he should be in the top three, quite honestly. Um, I look at the list, I see Frank. Frank is, uh, Frank is a guy I played with as well, who, uh, who led a team and was uh, just the the uh the pinnacle of what what kansas wants out of their basketball players and and he's he's uh i think he could be higher seated as well and talking about frank you come in your freshman year you have a you have a group of guys the year before who had a devastating elite eight loss to villanova i'm pretty sure and you come in with one of our highly talented recruiting classes with Yudoka Azabuki, Josh Jackson, and obviously the king of them all, Mitch Lightfoot. So talk about your first year. Uh, I know I had a welcome to Kansas moment. I think everyone who's ever played at Kansas, unless maybe you're a five-star top 10 recruit, has had a welcome to Kansas moment. Uh, is there anything that sticks out in your mind and maybe the summer or just like the first couple practices that uh, really was eye-opening where you're like, oh God, did we're, we're at Kansas now. So my, 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 uh, my welcome to Kansas moment was... Uh, when we were playing in the Bill Self fantasy, or not fantasy camp, the Bill Self kids camp over mm -hmm. the summer, is I've been in Kansas maybe four days, yeah. And uh, I, I jumped to try and block a, a dunk attempt by Josh Jackson, and and Josh Jackson's our number one recruit. He's the he's he's the guy that's going to help our team win a lot of games this next year, and and probably a little bit more important than myself to 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 the team. Um, and he 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 goes down hard, and uh, I. Uh, I got an earful from not only uh, fellow players on the team, but also uh, some some of the people outside of that. And yeah, it uh, it, it was my moment. Like, oh hey, uh, this is summer. We should be having fun, getting better. We shouldn't be going all all uh, all out and uh, hurting each other. So uh, yeah, that was kind of my moment. And I realized, hey, you got to be. It's a it's a business. You got to be smart. And yeah. Uh, and uh, I changed it up from there. Yeah, you make a lot of business decisions in that first couple months. You're there. I mean, I had a welcome to Kansas moment too. I think I'm that, curious what that was. Yeah, well, I'm I I can't remember. I think I'm guarding the four, or whatever. I'm one of the bigger guys there. My first freshman year, and uh, and Yudoka Azabuki, he beats this guy baseline. I'm supposed to be there to help. I'm in the restricted area, and I just see Doke take off, and I've never seen like this is my first three weeks. I've never seen a man fly like that dude did. And I get out of the way, not drawing a charge, make a business decision. I'm not getting absolutely postered and probably hurt because I'm 185 pounds. Coach Self blows the whistle, looks me dead in the eyes and had a couple of choice words. I think it was what the... Why aren't you jumping yeah, with <laughs> Blank. Why didn't you draw a charge is what he told me word for word. So that was my welcome to Kansas moment. I know those those things happen, but those scare, those scare you. And But it makes you a better person. 
you know. I seem to remember uh, another one of your Welcome to Kansas moments. There was a loose ball, and and if oh, God. any of the guys that have, have played at Kansas know, we don't play out of bounds during practice. It's prison rules. There's no out of bounds, no fouls. No, so there is the ball goes it goes it goes down to the other end of the practice gym, and it, and it's 50 feet off the court. There's there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that we're just gonna stop and get the ball back in bounds, get the ball back to the top of the key. Coach Self will check it up and we'll play. And uh, Chris is going after it, gets the ball, and he's outrunning Yudoka, and Yudoka chases him down. I wouldn't pick Chris up I had like a, a like <laughs> he like 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 a dog shakes you till you drop the ball, and you're like, dude, what am I supposed to do? And I was like, yeah, I don't know, Chris. That's a that's a big dude, and he wanted that ball a little bit more than you did. So yeah, that was a that was one of the moments where I was like, huh. All right, well, uh, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, I think he's forgetting the part where he literally threw me out of the double doors in the practice gym, and I mean, like he said, this is fifty feet, whatever. And he talked about Yudoka Azubuki outrunning me. No, I had a, I had a twenty-five, probably maybe thirty-foot start on the man too, and I thought it was just out of bounds. But yeah, throws me out of the, the wall, and I was like, okay, I guess that. Uh, I kind of knew my my order in the coach is like great hustle, Doke. Way to go! Yeah, he's telling Doke, good job. It's like the man just threw me out, like literally shoot me, like threw me. WWE out the, threw you through the double doors. And yeah, got and the everyone's ball. laughing. You have Devonte Graham and Spiatoslav and uh, and uh, Malik all come up to me, just like laughing their asses off, dap me up, whatever, being like, "Hey, man, you got to try harder for that." It's like. Yeah, that's just what happens. This is what I got. This, yeah. is, what, this is what I'm working with. Some people come to Kansas to be uh, NBA players. Some people come to Kansas because they enjoy basketball and want to uh, win some games. And that was, I think that, that that was the first time that I realized that maybe I wasn't on that uh, that spectrum of things. But going back to your freshman year, you obviously played with Frank, and you have Landon Lucas, and then you have uh, Devonte Graham. Those dudes, how would you explain your freshman year? Because I think your guys' first game may have been against Duke. And if you're a Kansas fan who's remembered any of the last 10 years, you're remembering Frank Mason's in and out, pull up mid-range jumper. Was that the first time that you really realized that Frank was going to be that that guy? So that was our second game. Our first game of my freshman year, we were playing and we played in Hawaii against oh, Indiana. And, uh, we lost yeah. to Indiana and Hawaii when they had Thomas Bryant. And, and, and we guys had Tyler like that. Self on the court with the last uh, in yeah, overtime. We we we, uh, we lost that game, but uh, we bounced back in a big way. Uh, I think you saw how special Frank can be against against Duke in Madison Square Garden. I mean, you think about it. Coach says this all the time. I mean, your your star players have to shine in the brightest moments, and and he did that. Uh, he uh, he had a pull up to put us ahead with a couple seconds left in the game, and and uh, that was pretty special. Just getting to to feel what what uh what it was like to be at Kansas and then how well our fans traveled to that game um getting to see getting to see that was special but also at the same time going back to what you're saying about Frank like that guy was a true leader um he he led through his actions uh, mm-hmm. he he was he was a guy that was going to show up and work harder than than everybody else and and put in more hours than everybody else and he uh he definitely inspired me throughout my throughout my freshman year to to be better cuz that's what that's what a, a professional looks like, and and uh, he he led our team. He led our team like a professional, and he. Uh, I was sad that we lost to Oregon in the Elite Eight. Oh. That, that was really that was really the worst. That was a that, that game, that game yeah. sucked. Um, going out there, we were fighting so hard to come back in the game. Kind of similar to this year, we were down pretty pretty big in yep. the in the in the um, second half, but we were fighting. And it was you could tell it was turning the the. the the feel of the game was turning. Um, we had uh, we had cut the lead down pretty significantly, and uh, there was there was an offensive rebound on a free throw attempt, and then one of their players banked in a three point shot. Yeah, and uh, that was and that's, Dorsey. Yeah, I think Tyler Dorsey. Yeah, Tyler Dorsey. Three point yeah, I hated him and uh, Brooks. They they, they uh, forever they, they after a couple, that. They hit a couple of, of big shots late and kind of put that game away for us. And it, it really did suck because it was in Kansas City. Um, yeah. That game would have sent us to a Final Four. And, and you think we were packed in – the gym was packed in New York with KU oh, fans. Yeah. The, I mean, this, at the time, the Sprint Center was absolutely packed. It was a it was a home game for us. And, and that, that just – that was kind of hard. Um, after the game, seeing guys that I, I really do respect and, and, and uh, I look up to seeing them – devastated and seeing seeing how much it means to them really it really helped me from a i say a young age um it, it helped me from a young yeah. age to know what it means to 
to play at KU. And I always, you guys gave me trouble for this growing, growing up throughout college. Like my sophomore year, you guys always like, Hey, Mitch is getting ready for senior night. Y'all. Yeah. So, but, uh, I, I saw those guys and how much it meant to them when, when they lost. And that really, that really inspired me to, to make sure I, I kind of did everything I could to, to not let that happen. Yeah. And I think that just kind of tailing off, you have guys like Frank Mason and then you have guys years before is like Mario Chalmers and Sharon Collins. And you just have these great history of these point guards who I mean what they're, they're all five eleven. I mean, Mario may be six, one, six, two, like these little tiny guys that are just like the most gritty guys who sit there and they work and work and work. And I think that's kind of like the spearhead for Kansas basketball coach self gets those guys. And he realizes the effect he has on on a Mitch yeah. Lightfoot and on a Landon Lucas and and on guys that just don't probably won't have the scoring out effect yeah, that yeah. Uh, Frank and those guys would have, but it just really like propels you into um, becoming a great team and, it, and that's, becoming a, it's becoming a pre- professional. Honestly, yeah, uh, you you have guys that they come to KU. I mean, myself as an example, I got here. I, I mean, I consider myself to be pretty mature at the time and I and I didn't really realize what it meant to be a professional and what it meant to yeah. be a college basketball player at Kansas. This is this is a business. We come here to we come here to contribute to winning games. We come here to contribute to the tradition. And it really took me it, it took it to another level and it, it allowed me to to understand that hey you're here to you're here to accomplish this and you're here to and to to represent everybody around Lawrence, mm-hmm. everybody that's been to KU, everybody that supports KU. Um, you're here to represent your teammates and, and your coaches. So there's there's so much that goes into it that that I didn't fully grasp until after my after my freshman year, seeing seeing guys do it, seeing guys show how much it meant to them. Mm-hmm. That that's that's where that was my okay. This means this means a little bit more than other places. And don't get me wrong, other places are great. Yeah, but. There's, I mean, there's no place like Kansas. It sounded kind of corny, but there is no, no place like Kansas. no place like Kansas. And I think that also, and tell me if I'm wrong, everybody comes in and sees that their freshman year. They see how much everyone cares about it, and the culture around Kansas basketball is all, always talking about you leave it a better place than you found it. And I think there's a difference between understanding it and being able to figure out the actions that make you – you, th- you think you know. You think you know your fr- your first yeah. year, and and there's there there truly is isn't understand isn't a way to understand it until you've been in it and been around it and seeing and seeing how much it means to to not only the staff the players but to anybody you walk by like you you yeah. you've been through this you walk by somebody at at Walmart and they're gonna be like hey thank you so much this means so much to me yeah. and you're like hey I, I'm just doing what I love like. Yeah. It, it it actually means so much to so many people and it, it, it takes it really it, it takes an understanding of that to to really put your best foot forward. Yeah, and we can we'll go, we'll skip we'll skip your first five years and we'll go to your senior year because I think that this was a perfect Which storm. Or <laughs> yeah, you will you, your sixth year. So now you yeah, your third senior year. But uh just like Ochai, Ochai understood how well and how great the culture at Kansas was the fan base I mean the fact that you're an Allen Fieldhouse every single game is something that is unreal anyways but there's a difference between putting in the hours and putting in the exact work to create yourself and create you to be in the best where you are a professional Ochai realized that we're great friends with Ochai and you realized that coming into your last year too there was things that you changed and looked at what are some of those things that maybe people wouldn't know about that you kind of tweaked in the last uh, last year that helped you propel to get us a national championship. Because you're a good, you're a big piece of that. Everyone's a big piece, but you obviously turned it up a little bit. Yeah, more. my uh, going into my my last year at KU. I mean, I, I knew it was gonna, it was definitely gonna be the last. There was no more kind of hail mary. It was a, a COVID year. It was a redshirt year. There's no, there's no, there's nothing left. This is the last one. Yeah. So. I wanted to go in and make sure I was I best propelled my prepared myself physically and mentally um, uh, from a physical side of things. I really took everything we did in the off season uh, with Coach Ramsey and in, in the weight room to to get as as uh, strong as I can, as explosive as I can, um, not missing extra extra lifts, um, being pushing myself in the weight room, 
if if uh, if you're looking to to go to a place and and, and be mediocre uh, in the weight room, it's definitely not at KU. Especially uh, with Ramsey. Especially with Ramsey. Yeah, he's, he's gonna he, clown he's you. Man, he's the man. He uh, he he knows what it takes to be a professional. He's been at that level. Um, from a mental side of things, I, I really stepped it up. Uh, in, and that's in, I, not to interrupt you, but that's the maybe the biggest part. A ton of people have physical ability to go do things. People who can put it together mentally, and I think a lot of people need to mature to realize that. Yeah. But mentally. It's a huge part of the game. Yeah. I, I, I worked with a, a, a mental uh, coach, a sports coach, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he really helped me get at the top of my game. And it, there wasn't anything wrong in the first place, but, yeah. it, but it just gives you that extra. extra that one percent. That one or one percent, percent. Yeah. 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 And, and whenever you're thinking, oh, I'm having a down week or I'm having a down day and, and coach is really getting on me, you can really go back and, 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 figure out with when you work with somebody you can figure out what what's happening what you, what you can yeah. do to change it and and they offer those they offer those uh those uh, opportunities at KU I mean I, I've worked with Scooter before I did that yeah. a bunch a bunch my freshman and sophomore year with him just because he, he knows a ton about that and, and I worked with somebody else my, my last year so it was it was it was a great experience for me um I can't speak enough about how much that that'll impact someone's game and, and allow them to take that next step yeah so we'll kind of bring it back now. And uh, your freshman year, you had Frank. You had the National Player of the Year. You guys had a great year. Obviously, heartbreaking loss. Uh, and it happens. You I mean you get heartbreaking losses no matter how good you are. But then you go through 2018 through 2021. This uh, your senior year, COVID year. Mm-hmm. Um, those are rough years. You have 2018. We break the streak. I know personally. 2018. Was that the National we, well, No, 20, that, was, uh, 20, that was Final Four. That was 2019. Uh, 2019, yeah. 2019. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2019. We lose the streak, and then you go into 2020, and that may have hurt worse than losing the streak because you have that, and then you go into 2021 where you know our expectations aren't as high. Uh, what Going through those years, how difficult was it to stay positive? And what did you look for like as a light at the end of the tunnel that kept you going and kept you – just motivated to go out there and work hard every day because I know it's hard. I was a part of those teams as well. But what was something that you looked for, and like, what was your overall emotion about everything? Like, there's what thoughts were going through your head? Quite honestly, I, I wanted a redemption. Um, I I had listened to what people were saying about us, and no, oh, this is the worst teams in Kansas history, and no coach self this, coach self that. These guys can't play. Yada yada yada. And I, the players hear that stuff, and and we understand that oh, yeah. that. Uh, we got to take it to another level and, uh, looking, looking back, um, wouldn't trade it for the world. It allowed us to get to this step. I mean, everybody was saying, uh, the year before this year, uh, this team can't do anything. This team doesn't, isn't athletic yeah. enough. Isn't, can't score the ball, can't shoot the ball well enough. And I think we, we showed them that, Hey, that that's not the case. Uh, we, we, we really did it with the same team. We, we add Remy add and, Remy, but and J Cole. And that's, and, yeah. And it's the same thing. And you, you go out there and win a national championship. I mean, I, I think that redemption was kind of was kind of what I wanted. And I, I remember losing after we lost to USC. Uh, that sucked. I mean, everything about it. You and being in a bubble, being not being able to, to see your family and friends, and, yeah. and and being secluded from everyone. I know everybody else went through this, and I mean, they all went through it, and yeah, and and they all understand that it, it wasn't fun, but. I still think playing basketball should be fun and being in the NCAA tournament should be fun. And that year just wasn't quite it. Um, but after losing that game, I, I was like, Hey, this is not how I want to go out. I, I kind of talked to you about the same thing. Like, Hey, we gotta, we gotta find a way to, to make sure that doesn't happen again. Um, yeah. And we did. So, I mean, it, that, that team came back the next year and, and hats off to Ochai, Christian, Jay, Will, Dave, all Dewan, all those guys for, for putting putting in that extra effort, putting in that extra work, and making sure that that uh, USC loss didn't happen again this year. We were just talking about the mental aspect of the game and how we made leaps to get to where we're, where we were at this year. And I think that COVID is really the epitome of it. We're talking about the USC and the bubble and uh, all that stuff. And you have teams like Baylor and Gonzaga who are mostly upperclassmen, and you have guys like Jared Butler and Macy Oteague, Davion Mitchell, and Mark Vidal. How much of a mental aspect did the bubble play into it? I mean, I know I experienced it. 
and it was hard, but being in the hotel room by yourself, having all your meals brought up to you and just being in there for weeks. And plus we had COVID issues. How much did that affect you think the teams play and how much did that affect you personally? I, it played a huge impact. I mean, it sucked. Like, I, yeah, I don't got to tell you this. I mean, yeah, it, it was it, awful. It was, was god awful. You, you, you show up, we're in Indianapolis and you show up and our first, what was it? 24 hours. We weren't allowed to leave our rooms. And, yeah. and they're they're bringing food to the rooms and, and food, food, food was, was sub subpar. I mean, I mean, we ate what fifteen different versions of uh, marinara and noodles and Alfredo and noodles. Yeah, it, it was it was uh, it was something. But don't get me wrong, I'm thankful for for what yeah. we had and, and all that. But but uh, it was it was a uh, it was it was hard on the mental. Um, I think I think uh, people definitely got to a point where they were just ready to get out of there. Um, I don't think a lot of guys would admit that, but there's a lot of people that were ready to ready to get back home and get away from the whole situation. So, yep. uh, I mean, I've even talked to guys in the tournament that I know were were, oh, yeah. were like, "Hey, it was a pretty known thing." That was people were trying to get out of there. Like, yeah. it was not like it was not like, "Hey, what, what's?" I think that's how the uh, the importance of being older, like like uh, like Baylor was when they when they won. Yeah, uh, they they were they're very mature and. And, and they knew that was their shot too. Yeah. So they, they, I mean, they were in the bubble for one reason, and I, th- I think, I think, uh, knowing that we were on like kind of a down, not not a down year. I mean, you're, you're, you're Kansas, on a down you're, year, and then we have Jay Will out and Dave out, and you're never going to get those guys back at half. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's 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 a little rough, um, but I, I I really the bubble the bubble sucked. Um, I, the guys were we we were, we were playing, but our minds weren't in it. Um, yeah, and I think I think that was evident. Uh, we all, I mean, you play as hard as you you possibly can in every single game you play, regardless if it's the NCAA tournament, regular season, Big Twelve. Uh-huh. But if you aren't mentally yeah. there, and you're, it's still gonna it's, it's still gonna show. It's gonna affect. And I honestly think that, like thinking back on it now, being removed for a little time like that, USC loss and that bubble may have been a huge part of the reason why we did that because we realized that it may have been perfect and i don't think this year would have happened if it wasn't for last year if it wasn't for us being humbled i mean it yeah. it, it, uh, it it made us show some some humility and 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 understand that hey i mean there's people out there that will you know beat your ass if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna go out there and and mess around and and it's this isn't a, this isn't the nba this isn't a seven game series it's one game and you're out yeah like, you uh you have, you have to come and play your play your best ball night in night out um and that kind of hardened this team towards this year, and everybody was on our team was majority. We were majority older. Uh, everybody on our t- get old, stay old. That's how you. Yeah. That's how you. That's how you get good teams in college basketball. And, yeah, for the most part, for and, real. And uh, and this team was mature. We understood that. Hey, there's this is the last run for a lot of guys on this team. I mean, you think about it. You, yeah. You, Ochai, Dave, Remy, myself. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Coleman lands like there's 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 six guys, Christian, seven yeah. guys that are done playing college basketball after the after this tournament, and I think that locked us in to even an, an, another level. And 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 the younger guys understood that, um, similar to how I understood, I yeah. began to understood it, understand it. My my sophomore year, like this is Devonte, this is Fees, this is Malik's last college game, yeah. like, college games. Like let's lock it in, let's let's do this for them. I mean, if 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 not for anybody else. If not for the fan base, let's go. Let's yeah. go out there and play for them. And and uh, it's just it was it was a whirlwind of circumstances. But this year we were able to, to put it all together and to put all the right pieces together. Coach Self did a great job of making sure we were all prepared and and uh, going out there to win it was was something that I mean I'll I'll talk about forever. I mean there's there's nothing quite like it. And oh yeah, everybody tells you it's amazing and, and it's so so special, but. It's even better than what they're no, saying. It's, it's, it's ten times better. It, it is a thousand. And, times and you've better. heard it from your brother. I mean, he's yeah. he's won a national championship, and he I'm sure he's told you. I mean, he's told me before. I mean, how how cool it is to to win one and and be a part of it. And and uh, but there's still not like there's nothing quite like doing it doing it for yourself. And yeah. And I, I would encourage guys in the future to 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 double down and 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 be all in to the program, be all into the coaching and, and yeah. see if you can get yourself one, because I promise you, you will never have an experience quite like winning a national championship. No. And, and uh, it means a little bit more here at KU. The people eat, sleep and breathe basketball. And, basketball. and our fans are not casual fans. Like they aren't, 
They don't they don't show up and they don't show up and, and get the pom poms out pom poms out and cheer. No, they're gonna critique you. They know basketball. Like it, yeah. this is the birthplace of basketball. The people are gonna know basketball and, and they know what good basketball looks like. So there's no faking it. Um, and, and I think that's special. So uh, word of word of uh, advice to, to people in the future is double down, bet on this team, bet on yourselves, and and, uh, and try and get you one. Yeah, and I think that a lot also that comes into it is we have like we I asked them about that three three year four year stretch of having those heartbreaks. That's the reason why me, Mitch, Ochai, and Dave were on everybody's ass so hard because pause but because <laughs> it's like you've been smacked in the mouth like we had something that was so embarrassing the year before and then you have covid take that all away so you're coming in practice and someone's like taking everything for granted yeah no it, it just can't happen I mean, that, that pisses you, think, you, you think about it like it, it can be over in blink of an eye um i still feel like in my four years went by fast as fast as all hell but last year were kind of longer just because i was kind of out there getting my masters yeah. and, and, and taking the victory a lot. But, but, uh, well, and it's more like it, it, it can be, more, it can be over so quick. And, yeah. and, and I think like, even like guys on this year's team, like I, I kept reminding them, like, enjoy this, like oh. have fun. Like this, this, this is like a once, once in a lifetime opportunity. Like when we, when we beat Miami to go to the final four, I, can, I remember looking around to the freshman and be like, Hey, like enjoy, the, the next, the next two this. weeks of your life, enjoy it because Majority of basketball players out there don't get to don't get to experience yeah. this. Don't get to experience it once. It's very rare you get to experience it twice. Yeah. So like that, that's 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 how I kind of I understood like, hey, this next step, this next two weeks has to be all in. We we yeah. have to be like I had learned from the last year in in, in uh, 20, 2018, 2018. Yeah. 2018. We went to yeah. Final Four 20. Yeah. And shoot, you beat there long enough and you get the years mixed yeah, up. Yeah, you get them all mixed <laughs> up. But, I mean, like, but like, like, like yeah. in 2018, we were, like, I hate saying this, but we were excited to be there. And, yeah. and this year's team, there, there was a little bit of a different, a different, uh, different mindset going into it. Like, this wasn't enough. Uh, I think, no. I think you saw us all after we won, we beat Miami. I think after that game, you saw us all talking about, "Hey, this is, we ain't done yet. Like this is this isn't it. We're not happy just being here." And there's a lot of talk about that in general. Like I feel like that's kind of a very basic response, being like, "How does this feel?" Like, "Oh, we're not done yet." Blah blah. blah. Like, no, but we, we really we, weren't. We, we done really yet. weren't. Like, no. Like that was the first thing we all said. When we got locked room. We all had a great time. Don't get me wrong. You celebrate. Mm -hmm. You go do your like. That's your family right there. Accomplishing anything is great, but. We were very serious about being. Yeah, we knew how to celebrate, but also at the same time, we knew how to understand that hey, there's 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 another step that we need to take, and yeah, and there's a lot of people depending on us to take this step. So, I I was pretty proud of this team, and and uh, there was a lot of a lot of guys on this team that understood how much it meant to to other people as well, and, and be, being able to being able to pull it out. I I, I still can't. I, yeah. I can't relay how much fun that was. How how much of a a great time it was um how sweet was it to think about villanova like they oh. they they destroyed us in 2018 like they didn't miss a shot like didn't miss it, a kind shot. Of, it, it kind of it kind of felt like almost like poetic justice coming and 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 turning the tables this turning year Turning the tables right yeah. from the jump too yeah and like hitting and shots and and understand and, and having a, a a comfy lead uh yeah. throughout the whole game and and that was that was something where i was like now, now the other team knows how I felt in 2018, how yeah, we felt because just deflated. Yeah, it, it was it was like we were trying like Devonte and Svi and Malik and all those guys were in Doke. Oh, and, and they we were all trying perfect... to, as hard as we possibly can. Yeah, and they just can't miss. I mean, I, it, it, there's and there's days in basketball when that just happens. So yeah, and Coach Self said it a bunch, and he always says at the beginning of the year, it's like there's ways you get remembered forever. There's ways you get remembered for a period of time. I think. If I remember correctly, this may have been right after the Miami game, like after you cut the nets down and all that stuff, we go back in the locker room and Coach Self said, hey, like this is great, guys. You guys will be remembered for the next 10 years. If you win the next two, no one will ever forget you guys. Yeah. And that's something like you just sit there and think like, I know you're a Kansas fan. Like, It's fanatic. just goose, it's goosebumps. Yeah, it, it's it, goosebumps. It's you're it's like, oh yeah, I don't time care. The entire time you're sitting there listening to Coach Self talk, it's like he, he's telling you stuff that it's not like – it's anything super profound or anything like that. It's no. he's very factual with you and he's been around and he knows what it takes. Yeah. And, and you get goosebumps thinking about like, Hey, 
we go into we go into the next two games with a with a locked in mindset and and we lock into to what to what's necessary to win we can we can be immortal in 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 lawrence and yeah and uh which is not a bad thing not I've, a bad I've thing been, i really i really enjoy lawrence like, <laughs> i've been to, i've been to lawrence a couple of times since uh yeah since we moved out and i can say yeah it, it's a it was kind of rough though moving out though like moving out like we were moving out of our place oh yeah our, our last year we, we we had our own place on on uh, in lawrence and uh it was kind of rough moving out i was like dude i spent the last the last six years of my life and five yeah. years for you living here and and it was kind of it's kind of different but hey change is good um what a what a what a way to go out though like yeah. but like we talked about this yesterday it's it's so hard to for myself like i'm i'm still chasing basketball uh, professionally I might go overseas and and uh, play play ball over there but it's 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 hard because there's no like the emotional like output of losing in the in the tournament like yeah like that is like an emotion like how, how would you explain it like an emotional it's so i would say like each year that you end you end usually on a win or a loss obviously but like when usually you lose loss. yeah usually on loss for the most part you end on that loss you get that emotion out you get like think about your senior night in high school if you guys played high school sports you lose your senior night in football or basketball you have that moment where everyone comes together and shares that emotion that hurt and it's like you win a national championship. And you don't have that emotion. You don't you don't have that emotion. It, it, like, it's it's no... the complete opposite emotion. So like there's like oh. it's so hard to like step away like, for myself, just speaking for myself, like yeah. it's hard for me to step away from it because it's it's I've been like you go to the mountaintop and you achieve what you're looking for. What do you do? Just jump like, what off. What do you do? The, do I just, just jump do, off the mountain? Do I do I say this is it? Like say see you guys later? Like like it's it's so hard yeah. for me, like like I, it, it, I had never heard it explained quite like how you had said it. Like, if you would, it would almost be better have you have you would have lost. It like, would have been more close. It would have been easy. It would have been more, more closure, easier to move on if you would have lost. Like, yeah, I'm 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 excited because I, I I love basketball and and we won and yeah. But I'm also at the same point in time, kind of like I'm hungry for more and and it's hard for me to say. I'm done because I'm. You didn't have that heartbreak. I didn't have that heartbreak. So. You'll have and and not in a bad way, but you will probably have that heartbreak down the road. Like Excellent no one. Enough. I mean, you look at the guys in the NBA. You look at Tom Brady. All these guys. Like no one ever really ends on a championship. Everyone ends on a championship and then retires and comes back two years yeah. later and does their thing and then they end on a heartbreak and they're kind of like, yeah, I need to hang up the cleats. It's easier. It's easier to step away from it once yeah. you once once you've been through the the heart the heartbreak of defeat yeah so. and shout out to my mother for that because i had i hadn't even i hadn't i had a weird feeling about it and she asked me and she was the one who phrased it to me like that being like it would have been probably easier to lose and i was like shout out donna yeah shout out donna, she's got the, i don't know if it would have been easier to lose but yeah it probably would have made more closure but past that point we'll go to uh get off the national championship for a second we were talking about how everyone's a team. We were talking about USC and how everyone's talking trash on Coach Self and everyone's talking trash on what, and like the players see it. Mm -hmm. How personally do you take that stuff? Because I know I took it personally, like watching people talk bad about Dewan and watch people talk about Coach Self doesn't have it anymore and he doesn't understand the game now, like stuff. Really in our locker room, like you have a tight knit locker room, which we do really a majority Even more of so this year. Yeah, even, even more, more so. so this, year. this year, like you don't talk, like you talked bad about anybody. It was. Everybody was coming for you. <laughs> yeah. What like what kind of thoughts did that put in your head? Does that give you motivation? Because I knew it gave me, but Yeah, I I I think especially being around a team of such close guys, like everybody on our team kind of somebody would talk crap about us and we'd like we'd laugh at you. Like yeah. we like we understood like what it like we all knew we were older, we all knew what it what it takes to to, to take to that be, next step. To be a real like an actual team. And we have somebody as in coach self who has been to the mountaintop he has won a national championship before he's in the hall of fame like it and listen, a tyrant yeah but i say like you you have people on 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 twitter or on your instagram or in your dms like, like trashing you online and it, it, it doesn't like it doesn't phase like i think i think majority of us laughed at you and then we we heard we heard we heard, we heard whatever you were saying but at the same point in time it was a uh, you we locked in from it. Like, yeah. And it's hard to also like listen to that and read that and also think that, well, maybe it's not true. Like blah, blah, blah. But I think that's where the maturity comes in knowing that, dude, I just went from a, I was with the hall of fame coach that knows everything in the whole entire world 
pretty much uh-huh. most part in Cubs yeah. self. So like yeah. some little fans chirping us on Twitter. Like, yeah, it is kind of funny, but a uh, lot of dude, the time there's so can, many times like there's so many times where we've laughed at what people have had to say. Like, like even like in in your in your situation with the Baylor stuff, dude. There's oh just so many things like. We've gotten DMs from people like, oh my gosh, you can't shoot free throws. You cost me, I lost my house. I'm like, dude, like, first off, we're not allowed to talk. Like, you're not allowed to like say, say that to me. Like, saying that to me is not allowed. It's also, it's also like I missed a free throw at the four minute mark and you didn't hit the over. It's like, yeah, my free throw, there was probably 10 minutes more missed shots. So like, it is what it is. Dude, there's like so many people that like think like, think like it gets to, it gets to people. And I mean. Speaking from our experience, I just really, like, I didn't think it got to any of the guys on our team. I mean, like, oh no, I, I, mean, I can't speak for them, but like, dude, I mean, Dave McCormick. If I was, oh Dave, my if gosh, I was how Dave about McCormick, that? Like, he, he said his NCAA tournament changed the entire outlook on his career at Kansas. Like, yeah, that, that's a, that's how from special it not, is. Not from a an actual statistical and something standpoint, but in the fans' eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he made a Twitter during the year. Yeah, and people when were all he, over when him. He was getting toasted. He made a Twitter to read it because he was tired of people like acting weird around him. And he was like, "I'm just gonna make it and read it. Like, I don't give it. I don't care at all." And I think that's I like. Mean, I, I think it's dope because everyone at the end of the year was like, "Oh, David, this, David, that." His love, name should be in the rafters and oh, all this. Stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah keep that same energy you had six or yeah, not six months ago, four months ago. Like, keep that same, keep that same vibe. But yeah, and they'll talk about him forever and be like, "Hey, we love you." It's like, yeah. But everyone's so fair weather because they think they know all this stuff. And yeah, and no offense to the fans, we love the fans. And we, lo- death, and we love that. They, and but, we love that it means so much to them. Like it, it, yeah. they, they wouldn't be saying this stuff if it didn't mean so much to them. And yeah, it, it and means it puts it, a thought in your brain. Yeah, it it, it definitely it dips. It definitely helps us be better. And I mean, at uh, it if they if they didn't care about it, they wouldn't say it. Like, yeah, and it, even if they say the wrong thing, I think it shows that you need to. Yeah, you, you need to change. You they, need to change something. Like they're not. They're not like like I said before. They're not like idiot like college basketball fans. Like they know what they're looking yeah. at. Like they've been. They've watched Coach Self coach teams in the past. Like yeah, and he's been successful coaching those teams. So why doesn't like why is it this team doing that? Like they, they yeah. I think they've seen they've seen the examples of the past, and they and they and they pick up on when something's not right. So, yeah, and I mean, we also lose in very, very heartbreaking fashion a lot of the time. Like everyone dude, talks there's about- there's been so many times. They talk about the NCAA tournament and be like, we always have early round S- uh, exits and get like upset and all that stuff. It's like, hey, like let's look back on a lot of those upsets. Like let's look at our Villanova game. They shot, they made 13 threes in the first half. It was a, it was a record, wasn't it? It was think, a record I, for I a record. half in the NCAA tournament. And then you look at Oregon, like they hit two bank threes and some dude had a triple double with blocks. Like that stuff doesn't happen any like very often. Yeah. And, then, the, and then you even go you back go back farther than that. And like there's there's losses where it's it's like, dude, like that that shot can go one way or the other and, and it just it, ha- it, it can. Majority of the time it goes out. Yeah, yeah. And and like think about it, like Grayson Allen's floater for Duke against against us in the Elite Eight, like that thing went down twice before it rolled out. Like it, it's. Oh, I mean, it's 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 a game of chance, and it's, yeah, it's it's about putting yourself in the best position to win. And there's nobody better to do that than Coach Self. I mean, he's he's a guy that can that can. He would never cuss you out. He would never do that. Never. I've never ever heard. He would never cuss you like out that, on no. the court, but off the court, he's gonna defend you, and he's gonna. And he's he, he treats you like one of his kids, and and there's yeah. there's something about playing for for somebody that it, the bond that he creates with his players is, is special, mm-hmm. and and you got and you you got to coach players hard if you want if you want to get the best out of them, and and I think real guys, as Coach Self is saying, real, as real, real as real, real guys, guys, real dudes, real, real guys would would understand that it's going to take some some hard coaching and it's going to take some some ups and downs to to understand what it takes to win and myself personally i've i've been at the at the receiving end of those oh you're so soft and yeah. yada, 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 you can't do this and you gotta get out of here you don't help us but like at the same point in time that's conditioning me to to make sure that doesn't happen again like, yeah and it becomes an unconscious thought and i think that Maybe you'll disagree with me. I think that's part of the reason why so many times we have those heartbreaking losses where teams just either they play out of their minds or they do stuff like that because they know they're coming into a coach self-led team 
where they have to be their best. Like they, 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 they aren't. No. We get the best shot from every like every team we play is gonna. You're gonna end up getting their best shot, and we're like, never gonna beat ourselves. Yeah, like you, you never. It, it's it's unreal. Like how many times you'll play against, you'll go out there and play against a mid like a mid major team, and and they'll they'll play unreal because they have nothing to lose. Like, they, yeah, they have nothing to lose. They're throwing up shots. And then you watch those games at home where we play like a North Texas or you play a Stephen F. Austin or a Eastern Michigan and everyone freaks out about the halftime score. It's like, yeah, hey, check at the 12-minute mark. Yeah. Because, you know, we aren't ever going to let up. Like, we never will. And we will make you not be able to score. When you stop making those terrible shots and the game averages comes back into it. Uh Sorry, guys, for the pause. Uh, Our co-host here, Rocket, may or may not have had an emergency bathroom break. And... uh, he may or may not have had a dingleberry, so I had to do dad duties. But back Chris to Chris's dad, people. Yeah. Be scared. Be very scared. Well, only for a week. He's he's still alive. So I think I I think start. Yeah, I think I'm doing right. All right. So we'll uh we'll we'll jump back to the national championship uh national championship stuff. Obviously, like throughout the year we have the COVID scares, and so we all have our own rooms for majority of the year. And you get into tournament play, they want to, obviously you're going to be staying in a hotel so much, they want to have everyone have roommates. And me and Mitch have been roommates for five years outside of road trips and four years on road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're sitting in the hotel and we have, I mean, we've said it a thousand times. It's the written story. I don't know if you guys have heard it. Mitch, give your insight on it. I'll, it, uh, I'll jump in it kinda, It kind of started out as us. We obviously watch all the games of, of March Madness while, while you're while you're playing in it, and and just seeing like how the, ba- as a the draw fan. we got the draw we got um, this year was amazing, um, and and then as we were playing playing through it and winning games and and seeing teams play that we're gonna play and and it, it just so ha- it just so happened that it, it almost felt like it was written God had had a had had a, had the plan for us and and uh, we went out there and fulfilled it. Um, I just remember us the night. Night before, I think it was after. It was, it was after Providence. It was it was after so you Providence. played Providence, and the next day you practice, and then you play the day after that. Yeah, after Providence, we were like, dude, like we can do this. Like this is very attainable. Just get in there. You got to get there, and then after that, you can. You it's can anybody's ball game at that point. Yeah, and and uh, I think I think uh, getting to that point, Chris and I, we were like, don't say it, but this is the only time we're allowed to say it. We have a legitimate ch- legitimate chance to win a national championship, and and and. Uh, being able to to kind of say that and 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 uh, visualize our goals and and then go out and, and kind of confer with the guys on the team about it because everyone yeah. else kind of had thought, thought the same thing but didn't want to say it. Um, and we made sure that everybody understood that hey, this is a very this is a very real reality and this is a very real yeah. opportunity, and we'd all be dumb to let it slip through our hands and and. Uh, yeah, we made it happen. Unreal. Yeah, and, and so the story starts where we're watching after the Providence game, we're watching uh, Houston and Villanova play. And after uh, their star player, he tore his Achilles, which is obviously always unfortunate. You never you never want that to happen, especially to a team you're about to play because you never want to play him at half. But I remember having the remote, and they he tore his Achilles, and they hit two threes or something like that right after that. Mm-hmm. And that pretty much sealed the game for the most part. Minute 30 left. They're up eight. So, I mean, unless something crazy happens. And I turn it on mute and I look over to Mitch and I said, dude, it's it's written. It's like we were, we're the only two that were here when we played Villanova and got our asses kicked. And we have another shot at them in the same exact game that we had them at four years ago. Yeah. It's, it's written. I- and... It, it it felt like it felt like it was almost like a story like it was it was not a revenge but like a team that could have could uh could go out there and and, and play and, and play play against a team that got the better of us yeah I and mean, we um, matched up really well with them this and year. i know that meant, that meant that meant a lot to the guys that were on that team that yeah. weren't able to play in this game i mean you think about you, you saw malik posting it like we got we had to go we had to go get it back for them and 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 we were able to do that and uh, i think even even things down, it was this is might be might be stupid, but like our room number when we were in New Orleans is 
It was 11-11. No, 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 not even stupid. We, I mean, and we looked at each other multiple times throughout the tournament because Coach Self emphasized the Villanova game. He even played the old one. But we won, and we looked at each other, and we like wrote on our hands, figuratively, <laughs> being like, it's written. It's written. We just got to go and through it. And we got to the hotel in New Orleans, and they, like, they said, when you get to the hotels, they always have everybody's uh, room cards set out. So you obviously have roommates, and they have everyone's out there. And so me and Mitch are obviously roommates and I go pick up my card and I look and it's 11-11. And as I'm looking to find Mitch, he looks like we're, we both look at each other and look at our cards and just look up, put our cards in our pocket, write on our hand again. <laughs> it's written. No word said, go up to our room. And it was like, yeah. And that, 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 uh, I don't know, that trip, it had, it had a feeling to it. Like it, in each of those games, we thought going into it, like, We've got, we've got a great chance to win this game. Um, everybody on our team believed that we were the best team in each, each of the games we played. Um, even when we were down big against against North Carolina, we were we were ready to we were ready to roll and we were ready to to go out there and win. And it was just special to see how much this team had that determination. And and I wish I hope teams in the future at KU understand that there's no there's no lead too big and there's no deficit too small like we're gonna have the opportunity to win every game we play in as long as as long as we've got got our coach and we've got our players and, and we've got Jayhawk Nation behind us yeah and, and I mean yeah Jayhawk Nation helps a ton looking back at the final four I mean obviously everyone travels well to the final four but you have what 10,000 15,000 Jayhawk fans in their own oh, no. little section and every team had their own. I felt but, like we took over Bourbon Street. Like even Bourbon Street afterwards is so many KU fans. Yeah, like it was. Well, Bourbon you, that, Street that, afterwards that may have been a little. It was. Uh, it was. It was unreal. Just getting to see all the ex KU players and see how it still means so much to them. And 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 they may. I mean, they may have celebrated just as hard, if not. If not harder than, you know, we than we did. We did it. I don't know. No one probably celebrated harder than I did. Yeah, you were. You yeah, were, it, it, I was on. Chris Han, ladies and gentlemen, was on a different level of fun that night. It was a, uh, it was an experience. But hey, we woke up the next day and headed our bus back to. The, I made, I made, yeah, I, I was there for the bus leaving the hotel, and I got on the plane. I got back to Lawrence, Kansas, with the basketball team. So that's about, that was that was a small we, victory. We all played bets before, and we all bet against that to happen. So, but uh, no, we were we were sitting next to each other on the plane. And I kept looking at Chris, and he's sitting there like, dude. This sucks. I feel horrible. I'm like, oh, I wonder why you feel horrible. Well, and then they hand me the national championship trophy, and I'm sitting there in it, just like half a human, being like, you know what? Like, I, I, don't, I, don't, I actually, I actually don't feel that bad anymore, though. Like, I got the national championship trophy. I'm flying home with it right now. It's we were not... riding the high for the national championship. For I, dude, I'm still riding. It still has to set in for me. Like, it, oh, it, no. it feels. It feels fake. Like there's. And I love watching the KU hoop stuff because every time they have something about it, I mean, I get the whole feeling again. Like all, you get the goosebumps. Like that's very generic to say, but like you literally get goosebumps. Like you could be out in 95 degree weather, 100 percent humidity, and you're gonna be cold. Like you're I think the like, reason oh, it, it means a lot more is because like Coach Self always talked about 2018. Like he couldn't like. I mean, it's for good reason. They were a great team, and they won maybe, a lot of basketball games. Maybe one of the Probably better the teams team in college basketball history. That was the best team in Kansas history, no doubt. Love every team I played on, but that 2008 team different. Physically, just like disgusting. Yeah, they. But Coach Self talked about them all the time, and after we won, thanks CV was saying, "Now we can stop talking about the 2018. Talk about <laughs> talk about 2022." But no, I, I have a feeling Coach Self's going to talk about them both quite a, quite a bit, and and. Uh, it, it means a, it means a ton to be like, even like mentioned in the same in the same oh, well, conversation as as the 2018. And, yeah, and the fact that you're also probably getting mentioned in practice every single day when someone makes a soft play, Coach Sell's probably coming out. Mitch Lightfoot would never have ever ever, ever done something soft. so soft. You know how many times that we heard that someone wasn't Frank Mason or wasn't Devontae Graham, hey, and that Frank, they you're not you're not a pit bull, you're a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was gotta be a top that's gonna be a top comic I'm just, I mean I, I I wasn't there for that and I remember you telling me the story I remember Clay telling me the story and they're like yeah and then Frank got five straight buckets like on double teams yeah and he, then looked at Coach Self like yeah and Coach Self's doing like, like, we, like we said before I mean he's doing it on purpose I mean, he knows yeah. exactly what, he knows well, exactly what he's gonna get out of when you. he gets you when he gets that out of you 
then it's over. Like, see, I'm sure like, he yeah. may have may only, have done some things to Frank when he was BSing in practice and stuff. The only times whenever like it's a bad thing is like when he he says something to you and he can tell like, it affected you. Oh and, yeah. And don't let the, don't show him no. don't show him that he got to you. He, he, he says it he all calls the you time. soft and then you droop your head and then you. You you slouch down. He's gonna he's gonna go he's gonna go after you a little bit more. Yeah. Just, he's trying to make you better. But and it's all strategical too. Like he comes. I mean, I don't know. We're giving away his secrets. Maybe it makes him sound whatever. But I this mean, is an inside look. This is inside <laughs> look. And all these things that you guys may interpret as bad, you look at it and you play at a level like that's genius. Like all that, every little ounce of everything he puts in everything is so genius. It's, gives you the best every shot. player that's played for him has made him better. Like it's oh, yeah. like him him doing that has made me a better basketball player for sure, but also a better person. Help help oh. me help help me become a man. Help me under, understand what it means to to be a professional, and and it's allowed me to to put myself in some great positions post college. Yeah, and, and he, he doesn't, give me great opportunities. He doesn't teach you. I mean, he teaches you to be better at basketball. There's no doubt, but he also teaches you to be like you said a better more accountable. Man. Like more, yeah, yeah, be. be he, down the line, he always says he hopes he hopes what he teaches you now is gonna help you be a better father, a better a better husband, a better dad. Like he he allows us to be it is he allows us to be better in in, in every aspect. Will of, you ever of life. will you ever accept mediocrity in your Never. life ever again? No, ever. Never. Like he, he he gives he gives you the template. All you gotta do is follow it. All you yeah. gotta do is follow it. All you gotta do is follow it, and like it's literally for the rest of your life. Like I, there's so much that man's done for me, and obviously like he's a manly man and we're manly men and we're never going to really admit that to him and be vulnerable. But it's like, yeah, no coach self is he's, he's always, I mean, probably every player that spent four years or gone on and left Kansas, he's probably top 10 and most influential people in their lives. Yeah. 100%. Like there's like, it's just, it's who he is. And it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the respect it demands a demanding respect, but yeah, it, it, it allows us to understand that this is what it takes to be at the best of your, at the best of your game. This is what it takes to be a better version of you. And there's there's nobody else better to teach you that than Coach Self. I mean, that's like yeah. you you look at at recruits coming down coming down the line, and and everybody like I mean I played with like in my, especially the past three years like those are like I got to watch their whole recruiting your growth their, and, their recruiting growth and, everything. and recruiting and all that stuff because when they were when i first got the kid i mean like think about it like even like guys like i, I said this in the past and it's kind of a little bit redundant but like even that guy's exact like comments like that guy was in like seventh eighth grade when i was when i was a freshman he, at ku like he literally was at i think my freshman year kansas camp you have like the little kids camp or whatever and you have it from I think what, like second grade through eighth grade? Yeah. And Zach was an eighth grader. And I mean, Zach Clemens is 6'11. And so he's 6'8 at the time shooting threes. And you just look at this little white kid that is sitting out there, like. Yeah. And like, it, it's just crazy because, like, getting back to my point, like, getting to see the development of these guys and getting to see, like, how much they, if they've come, how, how far they've come. And, that that's a huge that's a huge nod to coach self and he always he always makes sure the guys that he brings to kansas are people that are going to respect the tradition yeah. they're going to respect they're going to respect the fans they're going to respect each other and, and most of all they're going to they're going to respect the game of basketball and they're going to play it the right way and and if you're not he's going to tell you yeah and you can tell by like the the people we put out in the last i mean probably like six seven years those guys are, I mean, usually our best player isn't more than a three-star or four-star. Like, you have a Josh Jackson, you have a Yudoka Azabuki, like, just generational freak athletes. Yeah, those, those don't come around all the time. I mean, you're going to have, yeah. you're going to have more, more often than not guys like Devontae, guys and like Frank, Frank guys and like Ochai, and Ochai. Like, there's, there's so many guys that have come to KU and developed into, into those professionals and, and gained those skills while they're at Kansas to make themselves better pros um i think it, i think it just it speaks to it speaks to what the tradition is at ku and speaks to what how much they demand from you accountability wise at ku and, and and it speaks to the level of of uh not understanding but the level of i would even say just like openness yeah, yeah. openness to like the fact that you know nothing. Openness to change. Yeah. yeah, you have to be a sponge to everything you learn. Everything. To everything like, there's so much knowledge, and you can only hope to to obtain ten percent of it. Yeah. 
but if you obtain that 10% of it, you're going to be so much better than where we started off. Yeah, for sure. So, okay, we'll skip. We're, we're coming to the end here. I think we're about at our time, but we'll talk about, we'll have two more segments. So not, I don't know, that hasn't really been touched on much, but 2019, on our way back from uh, playing Stanford. At Stanford, or uh, Stanford at the Kings Arena. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is. Yeah, it was Stanford. I thought it was just Stanford at Stanford, though. No, we didn't play at Stanford. Yeah, we did. Uh, we played at Stanford and we we whooped them. By God, we but, did okay. whoop them. <laughs> we got on a plane ride home, and uh, I, I mean, I'll let you. Take yeah, it. it was a it was a crazy experience. I mean, for me, like I I still have like not issues, but it's it's every time we. Every I time may we I may whoop. or may not have to have more than three or four beers before getting on uh, any kind of plane. Dude, like every that. time there's any kind of any kind of like turbulence or something, I, I get sketched out because we were coming back from, from playing Stanford. Uh, we were all in a great mood. Had just got a, a good win. And right before Christmas time, so you go home and you, or maybe right after, either or. That's right. I think we had a couple of days off after. Yeah. Engine explodes, plane, like full tilt, goes sideways. Just <laughs> shaking and, and everything's, everything's, uh, in my eyes, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the end. Prayers up. Like, yeah. I look at Chris, and he he slowly opens the window, sees the engine. There's like a 40 foot trail of flames out the back. Shuts the window, and just as they forward. And I was like, dude, he's like very calm. I'm completely opposite. I was, I was. You can't do anything. What are you gonna do? You're gonna jump in the cockpit and fly the plane? No, like we're for sure dude, dead. Dude, I might get a that. parachute. I might get out of that thing. But I was, I was at a point where I was like, I, dude, I can't. I was like, I, I was like, well, what's going on? What's happening? And then the flight attendant asked us, did somebody throw something out the window? I'm yeah. Like, they know they How asked. in the hell did somebody throw something out the window? And Mitch was freaking out, but there was no one freaking out more than Devon Dotson and Jalen Wilson. And they literally asked Jay Will and Doc, because they were sitting at the exit row, did you guys open the door and hit the wall or something? And they were like, I don't, do you mean? Like, nobody didn't open the door. They were freaking out. It, it was, it was, uh, it was a like, wild experience. Like, wild experience like getting on planes since then i've always been like dude say a prayer cross your fingers <laughs> yeah and not only do like you have to go get on a plane later in your life it's like no we landed back in sacramento and got on a plane <laughs> and <laughs> got the, on a plane and flew and back the next 12 hours like, we were yeah. on another plane so no it, it, it uh that was a crazy experience i mean that definitely was that was that was something that i won't i, I for sure won't uh, forget. i'll never I, forget we walk off. We walked off the plane, and like there was like these mechanics that had already torn the engine apart, like look, trying to figure out what was going on. And I was like, oh, wow. oh my god! But yeah, that's just a story that like I don't think that uh, many people talk about. But a lot of guys in our team. I mean, yeah, a lot of guys in our team. Like any any time there's turbulence, we all look around like. Every, I mean, every time, especially because you you fly those charter planes, and like you know you're on a commercial Southwest flight. You're about to hit some turbulence so like hey like make sure everyone puts your seatbelts on like we're about to have a little like, bumpy luck. ride <laughs> and then you get that charter plane it's like the captain's going to tell you it's going to be a two and a half hour flight he's not going to tell you whether it's going to be bumpy or not you may take off and feel like it may be the most turbulent skies of all time like he doesn't care like his that's not like you're on charter yeah okay um, we'll we'll move past that because i don't want to bring up any bad memories i don't know if you get to fly anytime soon i know i'm not but uh so we'll do we'll finish it off with a little segment we'll do a start Bench cut, Lawrence edition. And I know that I'm asking you at a little older of an age, so maybe your mind would have been changed. But so we got the triangle, so Hawk, Wheel, Bull. Then you got Mass Street, so just everything on Mass Street between food, uh -huh, bars, uh -huh. everything. Uh -huh. And then you have, I don't know, I feel like Allen Fieldhouse is like almost too like easy. That, like that's you definitely you have to start it. That game, that, you have to start that it. That made me who I am. The Oread on a Saturday game day. Oh, Saturday game days at the Oread. Fifth floor, maybe. Fifth um, floor patio, yeah. Um, dude, that is hard. Oh my gosh, I hadn't thought about, I hadn't thought about that. I, I thought you were gonna ask me uh, start bench cut of the Hawkwheel Bowl, but I mean, uh, I, I, I think I would have to go. I think I'd have to go start Saturday game days because they're just absolutely untouchable. Especially if you get, if you get a wristband at the Oriad like that. It's untouchable. Mean, it's especially hard. your first two years. And like, then, that is like then, a ticket to heaven. Like it's a start. It's a start of the. It's a start of the the Oriad on Saturday, and then 
I got to bench, got to bench the triangle. That 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 is a sacred place. And then I got to cut, I got to cut Mass Street. Love Mass Street to death. All the good places to eat are down there. But I've had way too many good times at the other two places. Yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year. I'm, I'm excited in the direction of obviously the direction of KU basketball is headed, but also KU football. It's it's exciting to see to see them. Uh, the new coach, Coach Leopold, is uh, Leipold. Is yeah. uh, he's he's a great coach, uh, great mind, um, great leader. He's he's stopped by and talked to us a couple different times. So yeah. we're excited about the direction that's headed in. Uh, hopefully, we uh, we'll see a bunch of people at the games this year, and we're looking forward to to getting rowdy. And if you see us, come up, say hi. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, and lovely pulled to death. Me and him have a little bit of beef. I mean, I threw. I'm one for one with a. <laughs> 75-yard touchdown in my career, and uh, I thought I was going to be a starting quarterback this year, but I guess uh, he had other plans, but yeah. hey, it's all hey, Jalen Daniels, baby, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought Daniels. yours was a dime, but they might have been uh, acting a little bit on your play. I, I, yeah, I, no, I, I mean, know. when I watched the defensive lineman fall on the ground. You're so day. lucky. I was. I had, to, I had to go to a wedding that day, so I couldn't, I couldn't be there. They wanted me to throw it to him. Oh, they're so lucky. I would have told, like, hey, dude, we have to make sure this is full speed, like a, a defensive end. No, I asked Blindsides him. Chris, and so be it. He's already won a national championship. He'll live happily ever after. And I literally told <laughs> I literally told Leopold, he said, how are you feeling? I said, I'm fine with getting hit. Like, start me in the shotgun. Let me run a... Like, don't bring a safety over the top. Like, let my guy go man. But I'm fine with getting hit if you guys want to rush. I thought you were going to be like that old man they brought out during the alumni game. I mean, they it have pretty, much, it pretty much was that. It pretty much was that. <laughs> Except for I did throw a little bit of a dart. It was, it was definitely a dime, though. Like, that, I'm not going to lie to you. Everybody, everybody was pretty surprised. Like, a guy like you, like, not very athletic. Uh, and <laughs> Just because, I mean, I got red hair and a couple freckles doesn't mean I can't. He <laughs> really slung the ball, though. I would say that's probably the only strength that people with red hair and freckles have is a little bit of arm strength. Oh, well, hey, the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton or Chris Keehan, I can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's, a, that's enough for this episode. Hey, appreciate Mercury for putting this on. Look forward to season two. They got a lot of new things coming. Keep in contact, like, and subscribe. Thank you, guys. Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk, baby!